Let's go. Let's start. Okay, so we're holding the middle of page Zion in the old book. Okay. So we were talking about like a cotton that um, he's in the betaykefa betaykefa yeshus in every prat prat. And we were talking about yesterday the idea of how um, a godel is hopefully someone who is more mature and is able to be settled and is able to have the inyan of bittel, that is able to see that there's more than one point of view. Mashain came by the cotton, it's either my way or a highway. That's, that's basically the idea. And then it says, Bechain gam hamidos. I think that's where we're up to, right? Bechain gam hamidos, kamosha klulim b'meichin. Now, what we're talking about here is like this. So far, we discussed the idea that we have meichin and we have midos, right? And we said that bechlal, what we're saying is that the meichin is something that is bitl, it's quiet, it's something that's deeper and deeper, that's the idea of it. And midos is the idea of loudness, of superficiality, <clears throat> of expressing, of thinking about, of, about focusing on that which is outside. So now we're going to introduce a new idea. The new idea that we're discussing now is the concept of you have also midos that are in the meichin. Okay? And this is, this is what's going to be the topic now. Also the midos, the way they are in the meichin. So we do not see in them this extreme uh, you know, type of passion that we had before. They're not felt in this way. Like the fool is not going to desire. Now, what exactly is Tvuna? So it talks about in Kabbalah, in Hasidus, that Bina can be divided into two parts, basically. You have the idea of Bina, <coughs> which is more focusing on the uh, intellectual aspects of Bina. And then you have something called Tvuna. Tvuna is from the Chesed down of Bina. So this already is the idea of the beginning of the Midos, right? It's the way the Midos are included in Bina. Now, an Ish Tvuna, right? This, this is a, let's just go off on a tangent for a second. What's the difference between just the Bina itself and the Tvuna? So, Bina in and of itself is the intellectual, detail-oriented understanding of certain things. Tvuna is the idea of bringing it into practicality, bringing it into emotions, bringing it into how to bring something down. Like, for example, a person could be a very intellectual, very smart person, but nevertheless, Labdafka, are they going to be able to relate to someone else? Or Labdafka, are they going to be able to, let's say that they want to give a shear on something. They won't be able to explain to you what it is that they understand because they're lacking Tvuna. Tvuna, on the other hand, someone who has Tvuna, right, is able to take that intellect and now bring it down to a different level. That he's able to explain it to someone outside, he's able to act upon it, Right, so that's more the concept of the shifting between the intellect and the emotions, right? Because the emotions are the expression of a person, 
Right? That's what we've been talking about. What our objective is, is to try to get the intellect to drive the emotions. That's what we've been talking about as well. Right? As opposed to the, either the emotions staying by themselves, right? Or just acting, and therefore you need the brain to then, um, so to speak, validate the emotions or try to, uh, you know, essentially prove that I'm doing something right after I did something silly, right? That's more the emotions leading the way. Then you could also have a person who's a very intellectual person, but they're not in touch with reality in terms of the practical life. And they certainly can't explain anything to another person, but they have to be a very smart person. They're not taking away from it. They're just missing this, this aspect. Someone who's in, more of an ishtvuna, like uh, the Mittler Rebbe talks about in, in uh, Shari Yuchud, is someone that is able to bring it down to the next level, right? That's the idea here. So this is called the midos that are in the meichin. Good? Clear? What? Wouldn't tuna just be like dots? Good question. Aren't we, aren't we saying a similar idea, a similar explanation to das? And the answer is yes and no. It's still part of the intellect. It's still part of the bina. Das, on the other hand, is the focus point. That you're able to focus on something. You're able to like lack, lack, uh, you know, like latch into something and like not let go. That's called focusing. That's also then becomes the actual bridge that brings over the intellect into the emotions. Here we're still talking about something that's in the intellect, right? But we're not. But it's already the beginning of this movement in the directions of Venus. Let's let's read a little bit further. It says like this. So he says, the Kamosha Haim bees Galus Alev. Right? So, so, sorry. Because the way the Midos are in the heart, already a Yesh. And therefore, you could have already a nurturing to the other side. In other words, when a person is like very emotional, right, he's in charge of himself. Right? A lot of times he could say the wrong thing or act the wrong way or. Right, because when a person is being very, very emotional, they're not as much in control because it's a, a, a gilui of the midos. But the way they are still included in the meichin, tfuna is like which is the idea of a son and a daughter, which is the idea of the emotions which are born out from the bina. This is zov malchus. Like I just told you, right? Tfuna is the Zohar Malchus of Bina. At this stage, however, since it's an emotional intellect, right? It's not, it's not going to get out of hand, right? It's not his galus in such a way that it's, it's, uh, it, it could turn wrong. Why? Because it's still not a yesh. Again, when you have his galus of midos, midos are the most important thing, but they're also the most dangerous thing, right? Because we see with our, from ourselves, everyone knows a person can get very emotional and they can do things that are totally not appropriate. Why? It should be a good thing. Well, it's good, but on the other hand, his galus of midos could be extreme, right? Masha Enkin, if you just have intellect, then you're not alive, so to speak, right? Because that's just a mind, like a mind-based thing, and it's all about just thinking deeper and deeper into himself. There's no relationship to the world. 
And, and as a matter of fact, we talk very much about this in Tanya, about the need for having emotions. So here what we're talking about is the level of Tvuna, which is still within the intellect, but it's an emotional already, it's, it's a beginning of a gravitation away from just intellect. So far so good? How would that like look? How would it look physically? Yeah. It wouldn't look physically. <laughs> it, how would it look in, actual, in, in a person? It's the beginning of his now is understanding. Let's say a person could say to himself, there is God. Right? It's a fact. Then you could start to say, God is good. That's already a, a judgment on God. Right? That's already putting... A little bit of a gravitation away from the just the facts, please. God is good for me. We're continuing to move away from the original, just the information, just the facts, right? Because now we're putting our own two cents, so to speak, into it, our own emotions. I've decided that God is good for me. I want God, right, is already now moving even further away. Now we're talking about more emotions. And now I decide, okay, I'm going to daven today. I'm going to put on tefillin, and I'm going to daven. That's already the Indian of Malchus. I'm, do, I'm, I'm, go, I'm actually doing it. The decision to do it, and then to do it, right? And that's, that's the idea. So when we started from that there is God, that's just a fact. That's just information. That's intellect, right? Pure in and of itself. It's not um, gravitating to any side. Once you start putting your, uh, your judgment, so to speak, onto it, like this is good for me, this is bad for me, this, is, uh, this would be helpful for me, this would be detrimental to me, whatever it is, you're already moving away from just the intellect. Like think about a computer. A computer doesn't, think, doesn't tell you uh, this is what is good. It tells you facts. You know, that this is what this is, this is what that is. You then have to take that information in and analyze it and to decide, okay, this is something, this is a direction I do want to go, this is a direction I don't want to go, this is good for me, this is bad for me, etc. So the tfuna is the beginning of that movement. Yeah? Let's go further. He's going to explain more. Why? Because it's still not a yesh. Like it's explained elsewhere, the concept of chesed and gvura which are covered and chesed and gvura which are revealed. So So it comes out from this that the midos are yesh. And meichin is bittel. So going back to our the original discussion, so in the meichin is shining the idea of the atmos or einsof. Commotion is barleya, like we said before. The mitzad atmos or einsof dafka aydezeh ba bechinas habittel vehedra yeshes. Because when that is shining, so then we, what do we have? We have a level of bittel, and therefore a lack of yeshus. If it's all Hashem, then by definition there is no me. Right? I'm just one aspect, one perspective of the greater whole. And therefore my yeshusness 
is non-existent. Right? Like, who, who's the one talking now? Right? Well, you can't, you can't say it's Hashem, right? But on the other hand, what else? Is there anything else here? So it's like a sort of like, it's an interesting meditation to do, like when you think about it yourself, right? What does it mean? Kula kame kolochashiv, enor milvado. So who's the thinker and who's the, what are you thinking about? Right? So you start to do this meditation all of a sudden and you begin to realize that my boundaries of my self as we all are experiencing life, you know, based on our nefesh of Bahamias being, you know, so to speak, controlling us and, 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 and directing us, right, is very much as I'm here, you're there. And therefore I'm separate from you, I'm different from you. I can do my thing and you do your thing. I want what I want, you want what you want, right? Very separate. When you really start thinking about the concept of Enor Milvado, so then you can start thinking about who is the me? Who's the I? Very interesting question, if you start to think about that. This is a good thing to think about before davening, by the way. Right? Who is the I in this question? Well, the Nefesh Bahamis wants me to think that I is a separate, individual, ent- uh, independent entity that has nothing to do with anyone else. But when you say that Eino Mavado, it's very hard to say that there is a separate, individual entity that's here. Well, if that's the case, who's the one doing the thinking? Something to think about, right? So where does my yeshus all of a sudden disappear to? Well, if there's Enod Mavado, there's nothing else here. Is there really a yeshus that could possibly be here? Well, there's only one yesh. And it ain't me. Right? Or it is me. Because I, there is nothing else. So who's the me? Right? This is, these, are, these are the mind things that all of a sudden when you start thinking about it, it should expand your brain. It should expand the way you look at the world. All of a sudden, when we're reading, for example, chapter Lamed Beis of Tanya, right, and we're talking about Avas Yisrael, so it begins to take on a little bit of a different understanding, of a different perspective, which is what Hasidus is supposed to be doing. It's supposed to be training our brain to look at things from a different perspective, not just be a nice guy to the other guy because he's, a, he's, a, he's your brother, he's a nice guy. No, your brother is also a separate being than you. But that's not what he's saying here. It's the opposite of what he's saying here. So this is the way Hashem is playing out in you, and this is the way Hashem is playing out in me, and this is the way Hashem is playing out in the other guy. And this is the way, so maybe I should be looking at the world from a little bit of a different perspective. So then who is the me in this whole story? Something to think about. So that's what we're saying here. So when a person does meditate on this, so then all of a sudden, then where's the, where's the yesh? Are you following what I'm what I'm trying to express? Well, how does the bitl, how does the hederayesh is supposed to go out? How is that supposed to look? What does that look like? Hederayesh. Right? That's what the question is. And since all he's feeling is Abishter, that's the real Pnimius. That's the real entity that's here. Got it? 
So then when the, the Moichin, from that perspective, now begins to shine into Zo, so this revelation of the Moichin becomes the Pnimius of Zo. Okay, so now this is the whole discussion that we're going to be having. Okay, There's something called Iber Yenika Moichin. It's a whole section in the Eitzchayim from the Arizal. Right, there are basically three levels in the in the Midos themselves. And also there are three, we're going to be discussing, there are three different types of people. Right? There's called an Iber person, a Yenika person, and a Moichin person. Okay? And we're going to see that this is a, a whole idea of three different three different perspectives. Ibor being literally what it means is a, as a baby, right? is in his mother's stomach, an Iber, right? Yenika is the idea of a nursing baby, and Meichin is when the child is already old enough that the Meichin is already coming in, and therefore it's a different type of person. Now, uh, like a more advanced person. But you could have these types of people throughout an entire lifetime. What would an Iber person look like? An Iber person, there's very few Iber people in the world, but you could have such a person like this. An Eber person is like someone that is a very simple, panemiasticka, person. None of this is negative judgment, by the way. This is just different things, right? Like, for example, a person who is really, um, really earnest and just wants to do what he's supposed to do. Not particularly um, emotionally that developed, not questioning anything just does what he's supposed to do, right? And, and it is in, 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 in his simplicity, he's perfect, perfect the way he is. Then you have a unique type of person. Unique type of person we're going to see is the majority of people, right? That's the person who's developing constantly, right? That the emotions are very, very strong, right? And that's most of us, where our emotions take over us. And therefore, that's why we have so many issues, because we are being led around by our emotions to such an extent, right? As opposed to the brain really being in charge of the emotions. And that's why we get very angry, we get triggered, right? Like it talks about in, in science, like an amygdala hijacking, where all of a sudden a person just, you know, like it gets triggered very quickly and he loses it or, you know, he gets very, right? Different parts of the brain that take over. This is the unique type of person. And then you have the Meichen type of person, which is more like the level of a Bainani, which is a type of person where his brain is able to drive and, 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 and direct the emotions. And this is all levels that are not Sadiqim, these are levels of people that are, uh, you know, de- developmentally, you know, in different places in life. You following? Now we're talking about it just mitzad, the angle of the emotions. So in terms of the emotions, Right, you could have these different types as well. Let's look at. Let's look inside. Yeah, the first one was what? It's all written right here. Eber, Yenika, and Meichin. Right. So, an Eber person. Well, an Eber person is not someone that he's a very, very simple, just a very simple person. He's not someone that uses his mind so much. Not someone that right. He's just like naturally he does. What? Just naturally, just naturally good person. Just naturally. Just very, very, doesn't have any questions in life, very, very simple, you know, just tell me what, you know, this is what I'm supposed to do, this is what I do, you know, there's no, 
There's like no to and fro in this person. Most people are not like that, right? But every once in a while, you meet someone that's like that. That's just very, you know, he's like he's not a very learned person. Can't really learn. Can't really think so much. Not a very developed mind, you know. But like very simple, and he, and he's just in in the simplicity. It's very beautiful. It's like just to me, mystic. Okay, let's take a look inside. The Ibru who tlas klilin go tlas. Right. So what's Ibru? So Bichlal in Kabbalah talks about Ibr uh, in terms of if you look at the pictures of a mother with a baby in her stomach, right? So the baby in her stomach, basically the legs are above the head, right? The way it's tucked into what we call the fetal position, right? So it's tlas included in tlas, three into the three, right? Which means that really the lower three, right? The lower level of the midos are more... Uh, are are more uh, you know in top of of, of the of the moichin in top of the uh, uh, more elevated emotions they are the ones in charge that's the idea of netzachod and yisoid which is the idea of the doing aspect of the person right so that's that over here what we're talking about is only the nihi is 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 being revealed and all the other midas are included in this in a hidden way on the other hand you have the yinika which is the idea of all six midas are really revealed in a in a in a, in a, in a major way this is all this the six uh, sides the six katsas uh, means the six directions or six uh, corners or edges, so to speak. Katsas is really an edge, right? And that's like the, the six different uh, directions in terms of like a, even a, like a cube has has six different directions to it. Yeah. But here it doesn't have like so to speak the the, the first three uh, still involved in it. The first three being ke- really kesser chachma bina. If you're kachav, you'd call it in, in the words of um, in the words of Kabbalah, right? Because here it's like more emotions. If you think about a baby, a baby, right, when he first comes out, is not thinking about what it wants or what it does or what it needs or like trying to have a relationship or something like that. All it is is pure emotions, right? Screaming, crying. You know, it's all about eating. You know, you all the bodily functions that a, that a child has, that a baby has. Right? It's just an expression of those emotions. It's not that it's now going to do a math problem or is going to think about, ponder the, uh, you know, the nature of existence or anything like that. That's not, that's not shaykh to a baby in that level. What is shaykh to the baby is just an expression of its needs. Screaming, crying, you know, smiling, whatever, whatever is coming out of it. So that's the idea of that it still doesn't have So you can't say that there are no Meichin there, right, by a baby, right? It definitely has a brain, right? It's just that they're not revealed yet because it doesn't it didn't grow up in, in it didn't have the Meichin really come into that level yet. Right? So he says, So the only thing that's really revealed is the Midos. Think about it. Right? That's what we talk about when we, for instance, give the baby a name by his bris, and then you have an upsharenish, right? That's the idea of cutting the hair at three years old. Each of these points are times when the, hopefully the Meichin are coming in, are being revealed. Again, what does it mean coming in? Like people make the mistake to say, oh, when a boy is bar mitzvah, that's when the Nefesh comes in. That's not true. Nefesh Elokis was there when he was born, but it's not necessarily bhiskalus. It's not revealed, right, in the same way. So each of these different stages in life, 
it becomes more revealed, right? When the baby is having a bris mila, when the baby is having an upshirt, when he's learning aleph base, when he's doing, right, etc., etc., it's, it's a matter of now the meichen is coming in. The first time, like we learned many times in Hasidus, the first time a baby eats grain, for example, that's when he's able to start using his brain, like it, it becomes, he was able to recognize his father, right? The famous Mayim right? Sheshes Yamim from Pesach, right? That's the whole idea of matzah and, and, and bread, etc. Okay. So that's that. Because the meichen are not the essential meichen themselves, but only a ray from the meichen. Therefore, they are concealed. And the only thing that's revealed is the, is the ray of the Meichin that's coming in. However, the level of Meichin, the third level, is the opposite. Here the Meichin is revealed. The Midas are concealed. Right? Because now we're talking about a level of the Etzim HaMeichin are coming out. And therefore, there be his galus. Right, and now what you have is that the midos are going to become bottle to the meichin. The midos are going to become bottle to the meichin. That's what we're looking for in life, right? We're looking for not a lack of midos. We want midos. Midos are very important for us. Midos are the person. But that the midos should be in be under the control of the meichin. Now, why is this so relevant to us? Right, you could be asking yourself this question in the morning. Right, you're waking up seven o'clock in the morning, etc. This is your whole life. Everything in your life is is a, a, a combination of the meichin and midos. Every single thing, from the moment you wake up to the moment you go to sleep at night. It's all about your interactions with other people. It's all about your brain, which is just firing, 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 thought after thought after thought after thought. It's all about being triggered by other people, being triggered by yourself, being triggered by circumstances, right? All of these things, this is, what, this is, this is the difference between a person who is under control in life, a person who has a much more, uh, so to speak, happy life, and a person who's just riding the waves of the roller coaster of life, and he doesn't even know which side he's getting on and which side he's getting off. And he's, uh, this is what it's all about. It's the meichin directing the midos and being able to recognize in yourself who is in charge at any given moment. The midos want us to be depressed, sad, exhausted, worried, concerned. All of the negative midos that we're walking around with, when you play, press play on the life of, uh, let's say, Shalom, right, or the life of Chaim, what is the operating system that's going on in their brain over the course of the day? You're walking, it's now 8.30 in the morning, let's say. You're walking downstairs to get a coffee, or you're walking back to your room to get something. What's the operating system that's moving right now? What are you thinking about? What's happening in your life? Are you in a state of happiness? Are you in a state of joy? Are you in a state of just uh, atzlus, laziness, atzfus, depression, concern? Where are you? That's what we're dealing with here. That's what we're talking about. Look inside yourself to see where are you. 
And you'll find that there are certain programs that are playing in your mind, in my mind as well, and you can ask yourself, where did these programs come from? Why are they playing? What's going on with me? Can I break out of these? This is the Yanika. The Yanika is these programs constantly playing from the Nefesh of Bahamis. Now, many of these programs were given to you by your parents, by your friends, by your whatever. It's a Nefesh of Bahamis playing a certain program in my mind. I am no good. I am not capable. I can't. I am frustrated. This is boring. This is a da 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 Check it out. Check it out at any given point of the day. What's the program that's playing in your mind? What are the thoughts that are going on? You'll see, and it could be that you never realized this before, but it's this ongoing program that's just going and 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 runs people down. And that's why all of a sudden people are you know, going through life and they're like, yeah. we're all doing that. The question is, can you break out of that program? That's the moichin. That's the benini. That person who is broken out of that program. Right? You know, it's like uh, people often, I never saw this movie, but everyone keeps on telling me that there's a movie called The Matrix. I don't know if anyone saw it. I never saw it. I it might be Kadai just to see it, just so I can understand for 20 years or whatever. Like people keep on telling me about this movie. But this is, this is apparently, from what I understand of the movie, having not seen it, so I don't know. But it's, it's like the, this, this life that's going on, right, that a person doesn't even realize that it's just a pro, it's like a program. And then apparently someone, he takes a pill or something like that and he sees that it's really... The Abishar, I don't know, is it they say it's God that's doing it? I don't know what they say, but they say like he sees things from a completely different point of view of what's really happening here. Is that true? I don't know. You guys saw the movie. I didn't see it. This is after my days of watching movies, way, way after it. But does anyone know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah? Okay. Okay, so so the idea is so the idea is that can you get to, I think it's like a, a blue pill or a red pill or a green pill, some sort of pill, that's what they told me, right? That all of a sudden when you take this pill, all of a sudden you see the world from a different point of view. You see the world from the MS of what's really happening. That's what we're talking about here. The difference between Yenika, Ibor, or Ibor, Yenika, and Mayichin. It's called Im in, in Kabbalah. Ayin Yud Mem, Im. Ibor, Yenika, Mayichin, right? So, Yenika is where most of us are. Yenika is this idea of this program that's constantly playing, of just my emotions flying from place to place to place to place to place and tagging me along, right? Meichin means all of a sudden that the meichin are coming in and they're seeing the world for what it really is and all of a sudden that they become in charge. And that's where, that's where the true happiness is, that's where the true settledness is, that's where the true peace is, that's where the true meaning is. That's where it all is. That's where we want to try to get to. It is. It is. But you have to. It requires what is known as a vaidus Hashem, which is davening, meditation, learning, thinking, a lot of thinking, a lot of thinking, and trying to break through. But that's what we're talking about here, and that's what he's saying here. That all of a sudden, once you have the gilui amidos, I mean the gilui of the ma'ichim, 
right? That's what he says. And then what you could have is that the midos. Look at the last few words of that sentence. I don't know if that by you guys it's a new paragraph, but this is a key point. It can turn over the midos and they can become bottle from the essence of their of their being. Meaning that you could totally change yourself. That's what this is talking about. How can I become the person that I want to become? And why am I the person that I am now? The person I am now is based on the Nefesh of Bahamias and the programs that were programmed into me. Nefesh Elokis, right, the Meichin, is, is, is what we want to use to break out of the program. Got it? Okay, Emir Hashem will continue. This is why this, this, this is so valuable and so important. And if a person would stop and think for a second, and they would look at their lives, they could see that this is what's going on. They're just trudging along day after day. Even if you're in yeshiva and you, you think that you've accomplished something by being in yeshiva, which is true, you have. But it doesn't mean that you're necessarily any happier now than you were when you were in college or when you were in high school or whatever. right? Even though you're doing great things and you're accomplishing so much. But what's happening in your brain and what's happening in your mind is not necessarily, you, have, you haven't necessarily come to grips with it yet and how, how to work on it. But you have to begin to like recognize this point in order to, in order to shift in yourself. Okay, we'll continue with Mitzvah tomorrow.